amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. Yeah, you sure are. And you are Eric Stockland, my beautiful husband. And you guys, we've got a doozy of an episode for you today. Well... And how we know it's a doozy is because we recorded... Define doozy. We tried to record it last night, and we're going to let you listen to uh, what happened last night. <laughs> we weren't going to, but it's kind of just... Um, life. Uh, let's in, in, uh, let's be transparent. Let's be honest. Like Life is hard right now, mm-hmm. uh, and we caught some of that. We have tried to record the podcast. This is our third this attempt. Is our third attempt. Uh, the second attempt... First attempt immediately went down in flames. Second attempt uh, was just, I don't know. Who are those people that did that? I don't know. So you're going to- It's us very late at night thinking that we're going to do the podcast. We're just very distracted. We talked a lot about butt stuff. I think it was just like a lot of So if this episode is titled Butt Stuff- we're, we apologize, we but apologize. also you're welcome. <laughs> um, so you're about to see Oy. if you're watching or hear if you're listening, um, a train wreck of uh, don't judge us. Us we, trying to make an episode happen, and then it, you'll come back to us present day right now. Yeah, um, with a little bit uh, about an hour or two nap since yesterday. Like, a little refreshed. Like like new people. We've eaten something. We don't have babies with us. We do some fun stuff. Have we eaten something? We write a song together. That'll be later in the episode. Uh, but first, you're going to hear us. parenting advice it happens. Parenting advice. But first, you're going to uh, hear us have complete breakdowns. Yeah. There's a lot of crying. Enjoy. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Relax. Welcome to Relax a Podcast. We did it. <laughs> there we was go. That a, was that a harmony? <gasps> oh my gosh, our relax sign almost just fell on the babies. Gosh. Lovey, this is not good. What a way to say. Well, we can't just prop it up here. What if it happens again? Oh my God. Oh my God. We're losing the relax sign. This is not starting. It's stuck. What's it stuck on? There's nothing back there. This is, we're not starting off strong. I thought we were starting off strong. Wait, I don't want to fall on the babies. Oh my God. Okay. The babies are with us today. So this is going to be a hot mess express episode. Hopefully for you guys, that'll be entertaining. Um, Eric's kind of sitting on Wesley. (laughs) Oh, hello. Hi everyone. Uh, Eric was so determined to make that our new intro since last week. I like sang it on the spot. I think we figured it out. Hot mess. And so... Wesley loved it. Hello, clearly. Wesley. Wesley, do you want to be held? Maisie, you too? Oh, gosh, guys, this is going to be an interesting episode. Here we go. The babies are Whoa. very vocal tonight. And they've been vocal for the last week. So, well, I mean, they've been vocal since they were born. But really, in the last week, they've come alive and decided to cry so much. When do they sleep? Mm, 
What do you mean by sleep? Well, like the, when are they unconscious? <laughs> Never. They kind of um, just especially like, not at nighttime. No, when we would have the opportunity because yeah, of so our other child to just record went to bed, a podcast. And so this is the time to do the podcast. But of course, both babies want to be very much awake um, and fussy and just want to be held. So we're having them here. We'll see how this goes. See how long this it lasts. Is what before our they lives fall apart. are. This is what you get. <laughs> we tried to record last night and it just wasn't possible. So we'll see you if tonight's going to happen. Huh, Maisie Joe? Yeah. Right on cue, girl. All right. I think I've settled Maisie with a binky, but she insists on holding my hand. So I'm kind of, if you're watching, my current position you don't is look very awkward. awkward at all. <laughs> Wait, is our other son crying now? I think I hear something else. Is that an ambulance outside? I don't know, guys. All I hear is crying now. That's all I can hear. Um, hi, I everyone. hear it too. I hear phantom crying all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Um, but anyway, and if a baby cries on like a TV show, forget about it. I'm like oh no. sprinting. Yeah, we're a disaster. We're so uh, anyway, let's just do the episode. What did you expect? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Relax Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. My husband, Eric Stockland, yeah. is here and we have babies here, Wesley and Maisie. And um, they have come alive, like I said, this week. And it's been a loud, crazy, hectic house. Mm. Um, they're definitely out of the newborn stage of just sleeping all the time. And now they're just crying all the time. So it's been really fun. But Flint, or Eric, I just called you Flynn. Um, who do you think needs to relax this week? <laughs> do you want me to go first? Uh, if you want to. I, I mean, I can go. Um, I, I can go first. Okay. I don't, it doesn't matter to me who goes sure, first. I think it's your turn. Um, okay. Uh, I think who needs to relax this week is our listeners. What do you mean? They were so mad at me last week in the episode for what? because usually they're mad at i feel like they're mad at me they're for, never mad at you you are the fan fave everyone loves you i'm the one that people like to beat up on i'm the um, sidekick so i fly under the radar no everyone loves you because you're amazing um but because of our last week if you listen to the episode i had a really dumb moment where i could not understand what three-fourths three-quarters of the day meant ah uh, yes and the comments are just like explaining how I'm the dumbest person alive and how angry it made them listening to it. It made me it. angry in real time, but also like, I feel like I, it made me so angry that I gave up trying to rationally um, explain it to you. Right. So um, I'm saying our listeners need to relax because I read the comments and it was like, they, people were like real pissed at me. I think some people made like school projects to try and they explain did, it and to, I your, loved that. to your- Well, and here's the uh, thing. Wonderful brain. I understood it immediately when it was visual. Yeah, like good. for some reason, I've always been really, I've had always had a really hard time comprehending things if you just tell them to me. So like, that's why I have a hard time listening to podcasts and why, you know, You're I, a visual person. I'm very, very visual. And so to have you explained to me numbers, it just went in one ear and out the other. It made no sense. So when people were like drawing out things, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. I, I understood it immediately. immediately. I just understood. needed it visually. But everyone was like, we agree with Eric. Like, we're screaming at you to just shut up. Like, people I, were so yeah, mad. I, it could have been my fault because I didn't understand why you didn't understand. No, it wasn't your fault. It was completely I, I my couldn't fault. <laughs> I, couldn't ex I couldn't explain it to you because I was like, I don't understand how she could not understand what I'm... No, they they there was something else last week that they all were mad at me about. And not mad. No one was mad. Um, you guys were just like, oh, Colleen, you're so annoying, which I agree. 
Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm sorry for my stupidity. Um, I just am a visual learner and Eric trying to explain something to me. And I think, and this probably isn't going to make any sense to anybody, but I think what it got me confused is that I bake a lot. And so the only time I ever use measurements or fractions or anything like that is with baking. So when I saw three quarters of the day, I thought three fourths, like three fourths a cup, uh-huh. which is, you know, I don't want to get do into it Do you understand now or do you still not <laughs> no, understand? I totally Are you understand pretending now. to understand? No, I completely understand it now. So when I said I have to change the diaper genie every three quarters of a day, you understand yes. how that adds up to? Uh, once a day. And every once in a while it might end but up also, to twice a day. You're right. Yes. Eventually. Eventually, Meaning yeah. it doesn't last for a whole day. Yeah. And then someone, you, you told me that someone in the comments was like, That's still do only this once thing a day. with the diaper genie and it will help it and make oh, it work yeah. better. No. It didn't work? Go, look at it right now. It's right there. Yeah, it's completely full. It's and overflowing. Com- it's and always I emptied overflowing. it today. Yeah. And someone said if you pull the diaper genie bag a little bit further, it'll fill up more. It doesn't. We have twins. No no trash can can... Contain. Pull. No, no, yeah. So anyway, my relax is... I'm respectfully saying that the listeners need to relax because you guys were very upset with me. Oh, I remember the other thing they didn't like is that I was worried about... Um, like getting canceled or something. Like I made some comment like, oh, they're going to cancel me for not liking this TV show or something. And everyone's like, was angry that I was concerned about people yeah, just, getting angry. So people were like, ah, oh, it makes me so mad that she's so worried about us getting mad. Yeah. So like it made them angry that Since I was that trying conversation, to be careful. That show I've, I've now, I've now seen is a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> really? shocking to you? It's, you know, it's only shocking to you and me, love, because everyone else apparently really loves it. Well, so anyway. it's entertainment and we watched it all and it's the first tv show that wasn't a reality uh dating or we can only tweet at each other under fake names or we're in a competition big brother you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's the first show like that in a year that we've watched so i feel like they did a good job anyways yeah what were you gonna say um well first i'm gonna say our our situation and this on this is bed chaos. is a little, it's chaotic, but um, I'm going to ask you to pull your mic over a little bit more. I just want to make sure everyone can hear your beautiful, sweet, soft oh, yeah, voice. Because when you it. turn to me, you know what I mean? Then it's like you're turning away from the mic. Sorry, guys. You, you and your obsession with like how my mic is. Like, well, I just want to people relax. to hear your beautiful, sweet, sexy voice, love. Wesley agrees with I'm me. I'm sure all you hear is farts and babies crying. <laughs> okay. Regardless. So who needs to relax for you this week if Wesley butt lets... Butt stuff, it? love. Butt stuff. Butt, butt stuff. What the heck? The amount of butt stuff in my life right now. Okay. What? What does that mean? What do you think it means? You got hemorrhoids? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and you talk about it. Well, of course. Why wouldn't I? Um... Are you going to talk about what, what you mean by butt stuff? Well, if I ever thought that I would be be paying so much attention to other people's. Can Booties? I say anus? Okay. Anuses. You can say anus. More so than the attention I've given to my own anus. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe you. Mm-hmm. But. You pay I, a lot of attention. I to pay bevels. a lot of attention to other people's. <laughs> in this, um, in this yeah, because we have so many tiny little buttholes to take care of. <laughs> we do. We have tiny little buttholes that we have to make sure are clean and sanitary and well. 
<laughs> I just spend so much time looking at other people's tiny little buttholes. And you just think that mine is just like. <laughs> it's forgotten. It's forgotten. <laughs> so many tiny little buttholes that are constantly like, you never know what, like, the worst is when you're changing a diaper and they like surprise a fart on you while it's like your hand is right there wiping it and you're like so scared it's going to be a poo, but it's just like a, a dart of air out of their anus. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And you jump. Like, it's like the scariest thing in the world. Yeah. Like, well, ah. we have a three year old in potty training. So there is a Paw Patrol toilet in our kitchen. (laughs) Uh, And we have twin babies. And um, there's a lot of creams. There's like creams. (laughs) Eric and I hate the smell of butt paste. There's prescription creams and there's wipes and there's better water wipes and Huggies wipes and... There's a lot of wipes and there's a, this, there's a, there's a certain, um, there's a, a very specific type of hatred that Eric and I have for the smell of butt paste. Well, not, yeah, it used to be breast milk as I've expressed on this and podcast. And by the way, it's formula, I think. Oh, that's and what the, we should do today. The formula stank. Hi, baby. Sorry, guys. You're you just going like to hear them book? cry a little bit. So here, I want to say this. I kind of have a rule with my crazy life that I don't ever mm-hmm. like to show Um, my children upset or crying or sad, Um, you know, just like happy, sweet moments um, every once in a while is what we'll share. And it's just impossible to record a podcast without these twins crying tonight. So you're going to hear them cry a little bit, but if you're watching, you'll see we're, we're doing our best to like make sure they stay as happy as possible. But if you're listening, you might hear some little cries and just know that we're, doing our best um, to keep them super happy. But babies cry a lot. And this is our reality. We have twins and they cry a lot. And that's just how babies are. And we're just being real about it. Um, like when's the last time a doctor's looked at your butt? Oh, wow. We're just going right back into that. You know what um, I mean? To whereas actually, I'm like, like uh, calling doctors being like, oh, really? I'm sorry. Shots. Yeah, my OB, because <laughs> she was like, you know, looking at other stuff. So she was down there. She just threw in a free butt check while she's looking at the front <laughs> no, check. No, I just mean like I'm sure she saw it. You said it was the last time a doctor looked at your butt. That I'm sure she you're saw like it. it. It's was, right there. You're like it's, it's in proximity. Um, to whereas I am calling essentially strangers on the phone saying, "Hey, looking at my kid's butt, this butt right now. Can you you guys want to look at my kid's butt also? Can <laughs> we come talking, in? So we're like talking booty rash." Well, I, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not going to give specifics. Well, I mean, it's well, obviously I don't want to give specifics, but like if you what leave it up, if you leave it up to their imagination, it could be a lot of other things. So I'm just, you know, sometimes you get what a little booty rush. I don't know. That's why I'm like, I feel like we should clarify. You Is don't this episode know? called Butt Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just overlooked in all of this. Is my butt? You know. Do you want me to look at your butt? Is that I don't want you to look at it. I just, I just like, uh, they got all these wipes and creams. So fresh and so clean. And you just want some for you? I just want to, I just want to take a shower. Yeah. I mean, we have a bidet. You we can do. get, you can we get do. some butthole attention there if you'd like. Yeah. Just like set it to extra, like some extra time. <laughs> Hot water. <laughs> um, you have a butt thing. What are you talking? What's going on? What do you mean I have a butt thing? When you take a shower, 
I think you mostly take a shower <laughs> just to aggressively and violently scratch your butt cheeks. <laughs> I, I'm you, glad you clarified and made sure people know it's my butt cheeks, not something else. Well, we talked early, we talked about this week about itchy itchy butts. We did. Yeah. What? I I was saying. You need to talk into your microphone. I, I was saying something about. I don't. Even, I don't know the right terminology. What 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 would you call a like a more specific area of the butt where the hole is? An anus. <laughs> what are you talking about? I said something about itchy 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 anus. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh yeah, always, never." Wait, not. why were we talking about itchy anus? All right, I think uh, before we got the baby settled, which I think we're settled now. Wes is <laughs> on me, and Maisie's on with that's Eric. a fluid situation, <laughs> and by fluid, I mean many fluids. Mostly coming from anus. So you were saying we were talking about itchy anus and I said, yeah, we no, Okay. Don't put it on me. We both said itchy anus kind of always. And we were joking. My anus is not always itchy. Are there there people walking around this planet right now whose butts aren't itchy? (laughs) Well, I good for you. If you figure that out, maybe you don't have kids and you have time to like focus on your own anus instead of other little anus. Well, okay. Do you not wash your butthole? No, I do. Like constantly. Okay, good. If if only, if anything, I'm washing. I'm the one who, for Christmas last year, asked for that. Bidet. Which we love, the bidet. I didn't know you spoke French. But. Um, uh, so we need to clarify something. Yes, I scratched the absolute crap out of my butt cheeks in the shower. You look like I you've, you've when you get out of a body. shower, you look like you've walked backwards through a cornfield I to get here. I just, well, it's my whole body. I just love itching my body in the shower. Like, yeah, I but have, you like, will have like raised... Lesions, <laughs> and my butt cheeks are part of my body. So it's just like I just itch my legs and my arms. And my I butt. think you go in there and you just you just scratch your. I see, and I've seen you in the shower. I watch you. Yeah, the glass shower. Uh-huh. And you're just scratching your butt cheeks. <laughs> I feel the whole so time. good. Tried sometime. Okay, we're just giving people more reasons to hate us. But let's talk about for something what? we don't hate for a second. Let's talk about our. Is first it sponsor. something to do with butts? No, lovey. <laughs> Stitch Fix. Oh, Stitch Fix is our first sponsor today. And you guys know how much we love Stitch Fix. When it comes to looking good, Stitch Fix has you covered. Say goodbye to endless browsing and hello to fresh picks curated for your taste and size. Whether you need date night dresses or cozy loungewear, that is obviously my choice right now. Stitch Fix can help refresh your look. You can schedule a fix and a stylist will send you five pieces that fit your style, size, and price range with no subscription required. Keep what you like and return the rest. Or if you like to shop but don't want to endlessly browse, then check out Stitch Fix Freestyle. It's an online shop built just for you. It's like having your very own clothing store. Fancy. To get started, take a style quiz so Stitch Fix can learn your preferences from your favorite colors to referred fits and price ranges. It's so amazing, you guys. You get to have your own little personal stylist. It's really awesome. I love it. It's the easy way to get items that are just right for you from brands you know and trust. It's time to get looks that are so you. Get started today by filling out your free style quiz at stitchfix.com slash relax and take advantage of free shipping and returns. That's stitchfix.com slash relax to try Stitch Fix. Stitchfix.com slash relax. Okay. I have something I want to do. Wait. What? I don't know that I was like coherently got done with my butt stuff. Oh my God. I just wanted to say love. it was, sorry, it's distracting having the, the twins with us and um, mm-hmm. doing this. Um, but I, I, I was thinking about 
when uh, when I knew I was going to be a father the first time, and like you just think like, oh, I'm gonna have to change those diapers. You right. know what I mean? And it's it's so much more butt stuff than that. <laughs> what? Like what? Else? I mean, there's not that much more butt stuff. It's just butt cream. But so much of it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of butt cream. Um, and I guess I wanted to end this conversation by by asking you publicly have you ever used any of our children's butt cream on your own butt no a hundred billion percent no what why did you you have why would i what do you mean you have? I'm not trying to up my <laughs> when did you use butt paste on your butt there are creams for adults what do you mean when did you use butt stuff on your I butt i didn't what are you talking about clearly you did i'm just realizing right now i'm starving if there's a if there's like a tube in my house that says like f- for itchy butt mm-hmm. and it's going to make your butt feel better. You're going to use it? I got to try and up my butt game. So you what you're telling me is you have used their their butt paste. I don't think it says itch for itchy butt, does it? Where is it? I'm sure it's right by my bed. Oh, I have some literally right here. Yeah. Butt paste yeah. for moderate or irritated rash, immediate soothing relief from rash discomfort. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about a rash. Like I haven't like. So you've used this. You have. No. Oh my god! You haven't. No. I thought for sure you'd be like, of course, every no. day. I I That's, just thought no, never. Oh. Not at all. Yeah, me neither. This is for when you get a rash because you wore a diaper. Right. And out of the two of us, yeah. I'm the one who's worn diapers uh-huh. recently. Multiple times. And I never used this, even when I was me wearing neither. diapers. Okay, for some reason, I guess Eric uses butt paste. It's so weird that you would choose infant butt cream when there's cream for adults that works much better. Because we do have that. And I've used those. It's, uh, you know what I mean? Like, why are we talking about butt cream? Like, gonna pay for that at CVS? <sighs> like, have that teenager check me out? I mean, I'm sure there's been worse things <laughs> that you've checked out with. Um, okay, wait. I did. You haven't used our kids' butt paste on your own no, butt? Not can, once? Well, now you need to tell us when you used it on yours. What is this recent? When? Recently? Like the, you you want the calendar date? So you did use it. You're admitting that you did. No, I said I, I said me neither. Okay. Anyway, so you're not even going to give us a tea. You're going to give tease us about it, but not tell us. Okay. Can we move on from butt stuff? Sorry, your butt's so great. It's not. I use adult <laughs> creams. Um, not currently, but I have. Why are we talking about this? Okay. Oh, this episode is a hot mess. Okay. I did have something I wanted to do with you, though. Are you ready? I'm really excited about it. What? I want you to. So we've all had my breast milk. We all know this. But you've never tried formula. No. And I want you to try it compared to my breast milk because in an episode recently you said you hate breast milk and the smell of breast milk and everything's breast milk and but breast, I've milk's t- breast milk but I've done and shots of your breast milk and it's I'm fine with it and I'm telling you the smell you're smelling is not my breast milk it is formula okay and because I fortify my breast milk with formula to give them more calories because they're premies it? come on um so I want you to try both yeah uh, I will do this the, yeah You'll do it only, but I will do it blindfolded. And you have to say which one and is gonna my do, breast you're gonna milk. You're going to pour me a shot formula. of your straight breast milk and okay. one of formula. Okay. So should I go heat them up right now? They're better warm. Heat it up, baby. Okay. We're going to take a pause so I can heat up my breast milk. Okay. We're back and I have breast milk and formula. I'm going to give both of them to Eric to taste. 
and we'll have to see which one he thinks is which by the taste, smell, experience. Maybe you shouldn't smell of them because I don't know. Maybe you can. Whatever. Okay. Uh, thoughtful instructions. Got it. Okay. You ready? I'm going to do. I, I guess. What, what am I doing? I'm closing gonna my eyes. Them. You're going to hand me something so, and I'm going to drink it? Well, I guess I can hand them both to you and you can decide because I know which I, you one can. is which. I have one hand oh, yeah. available. Okay. So I've got two little tiny bits of milk here. Here we go. Hold on a second. I'm going to open this bad boy up. These have been warmed. I can't guarantee they still are. Here you go. Okay. Have a taste. Can smell it? <laughs> He's oh. letting me <laughs> she, try it. She, <laughs> okay. she got very excited by that. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. Okay. What do you think? He just took a shot of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't know what to pair that with. I wouldn't either. I switched it around. And that's great. Um You want to try the next one? Do you want to go into it or do you want to explain that one? Yuck. Uh yeah. Yuck. Okay. Let's Well, no, I mean not yuck, but like hmm. Okay. I mean, I've had worse <laughs> milk art alternatives with coffee or Okay. Cereal, yeah, give me the next okay, one. Okay, give me the next one. There you go. <laughs> oh, gross! I mean, that number two is definitely the formula, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's it tastes like. Um, What's the difference? Tell people what you taste. The difference between the two. Uh, first of all, I feel so sick right now. Just from that little bit of formula, um, but I would say it's weird. It weirdly tasted to me like. Like if you'd had Coca Cola and mm-hmm. then had like Diet Coke, like it's like it felt like the diet version. Diet, oh my god, it's so much more pungent to me. Sure, yeah, but I'm just saying it was like the, the formula is. It, it tasted like the healthy. Not that it is healthier. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, but I'm just saying the distinction to me is like when you eat, if you had like a burger, right mm-hmm. from like the best burger place, but then you had also a bite of like. A plant-based, but it was like from a frozen section and somebody had microwaved it and then like left it in a car for four hours and then you have a, like it tastes right? a very stark difference. And that's what I meant by like the diet version. Like it just felt like. Now just take, pick up the two cu- empty cups and just put, smell just the empty cups. Yeah. Smell and t- like, can you smell a difference? Because I feel like yeah, the it's smell like, is uh, crazy different. It's like uh Oh my if god! When you, you got know like what? fruity pebbles as a you kid. Know what? Wait, what? hold on. I need to interrupt you. Of course, obviously, you are. I gave you breast milk with a little bit of formula in it because all of the breast milk in the fridge has a little bit of formula in it. But I gave you straight formula. So I have to do it again? No, you don't. But I um. But there was formula in the breast milk that you had. So even so, it wasn't even, straight breast milk. So even still, I can still. Mm-hmm. I was gonna tell it's like the, it's like the say it's like the difference between like a like a name brand sugary cereal mm-hmm. and like the, like the yeah the off brand yeah like I get the it. dollar store comes in just a big plastic bag brand cereal because I tried all three I tried my breast milk I tried my breast milk fortified with formula and I tried straight formula and my breast milk plain was the best I want to brush my teeth <laughs> it's not great huh. <laughs> Well, anyway, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> was it? 
<laughs> I don't now know. Now you do it. I've already done it and I don't oh. want to waste any more breast milk. Yeah, you I don't. already don't make enough for the two of them. It's very stressful trying to create enough breast milk for two babies. And I was cocky, guys. I was like very confident that I would be able to do mm-hmm. it. I was like, I made so much breast milk with Flynn that I thought this would be no issue. And in the hospital, when I had them, everyone was like, oh, here's the girl with the breast milk. Like we'd walk into the NICU and they're like, oh, here's the oversupplier. Here's the cow. Like she comes in with so much breast milk. Now you're worried. And what are you doing today? You're like super, what were you saying? You're like power pumping. So you said that to me as if I knew what it meant. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, check you later. Basically, so like, yes, when they were first born, I did make an insane amount of breast milk, but I'm making the same amount of breast milk now, but now they drink a lot more. So at the NICU, they barely drank anything. So I was making an absurd amount of breast milk um, every time I pumped. But now I can't pump enough for how much they're eating at this point because I've my breast milk has stayed the same because when you breastfeed a baby straight to the booby, they take as much as they need. So your body continues to make the amount that they need. But uh-huh. since a machine is pulling it out of me, I've consistently made the same exact amount of milk since they've been born. I haven't made more. All of that like. So nature intuitiveness. Yeah. Just I'm, my body's not making more. I, I, they have to, it has to be getting expressed out of me. Power pumping. So power pumping. Like power lifting. So I want to make more breast milk because I want to, I have nothing against formula. They are going to have formula that's inevitable. Um, it sounds like they're having formula. Yeah. They, well, just, they have I it inside of my breast milk, but formula. they haven't had straight formula yet. Um, well, once they, Wesley didn't, he didn't like it. But anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) so I want to keep up, but Wesley currently drinks five ounces every three hours. Maisie eats four ounces every three hours and I pump six or seven ounces every three hours. And it's just not enough to feed both of them. Um, so I, looked up how to make more breast milk and it said to power pump, which is the same thing as cluster feeding. So you're throwing that kind of math at me. But when I say three quarters of a day, you like lose your (laughs) mind. (laughs) Like Uh, the amount of like fractions you just like, okay, sure. So basically think of it this way. One boob makes four ounces Uh and one boob makes three ounces. Maisie, Pose this to me as an SAT question. Please. One boob makes four ounces. So if. And one ba- boob makes three ounces. So if your boobs. Mm-hmm. Wesley eats five ounces and Maisie eats four. So they're, Wait, no. each boob SAT is making question an ounce would be like, less than it needs to be. So if you were boobs and one boob <laughs> made four ounces and the other boob. But do you understand? Like my each, ounces, each boob is making. But you had two babies listen, and one I, baby I'm trying ate to make five understand. and one baby ate four. How many ounces of boobs did Marsha need to make? Each boob is making an ounce less than what they're eating See, every three hours. This is why you got Did you hear what below I just a said? thousand on your SATs, love. I have to interrupt this entire conversation to say, I genuinely think my vision is bad. Like, I think I need glasses. Okay. So I had, like, everyone says that your vision goes bad, like, when you're pregnant. And mine did with Flynn a little bit. And then also during postpartum and exhaustion. Oh, Wesley is upset about this conversation. Hold on a second. Eric has to step away with Mr. Wesley, as you can hear. It has been rough. And I know we keep saying that. And it feels (laughs) fake and impossible to just have a jolly good time on this podcast right now. So 
we're having a rough time, guys. It's been really, really hard. And um, I'm not trying to complain because we're so grateful that they're home and that they're healthy and everything's okay. But we're just in the thick of it. We're really in the like hard part of babies. And um, one thing I know that we wanted to talk about on this episode, and I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, in a little bit, is just, you know, the twins and um, how it just feels <laughs> unnatural to have twins. It feels impossible and unnatural and we're just drowning. So uh, sorry, this um, if this episode seems kind of all over the place, it's because it is. And this is just real. It's what we're going through. We're having a hard time. I feel like I'm in a constant state of <laughs> crying and changing diapers and pumping. And um, our whole existence is is um, babies and diapers and no sleep. And it's just been really, really hard. And anyone who's been in the newborn stage of baby babies, specifically baby twins, you know what this is like. And baby twin parents warned us before we had them. They're like, you just got to get through that first year. It's really, really hard. Um, and it has been very hard. So... Anyway, we are going to collect ourselves. We're going to try to get these babies to sleep. And we're going to try to take a nap. And um, we're hopeful that someone can watch the babies for us tomorrow so we can finish this episode without crying babies and crying me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we love you guys. And you know what? We need to say thank you to our next sponsor. <laughs> hey, ad time. Um, so we're going to say thanks to our next sponsor. Um, and then we'll continue the episode babyless when we can find someone who will watch them and cuddle them for an hour so that we can do this right and have a jolly attitude. But tonight doesn't seem very possible. We're just too tired and there's too much crying happening. Third love. Oh, how I love third love. I'm so glad they keep sponsoring our podcast because they have helped me to feel so cozy and comfy. And you know what's coming up, guys? Valentine's Day. And it's important to have some self-love and feel fabulous on Valentine's Day. But not only Valentine's Day, how about all the other days of the year? There are 364 other days that you need to feel cozy and delicious and wonderful. I don't know about delicious, actually. That might have been a weird choice of words, but you know what I'm saying. You want to feel good all the time. And Third Love can help you out. All right. Now, I love Third Love because my body is always changing, as you guys know with all the babies that I keep having. And so it's nice to have a place where I can go and find the exact fit for me and my boobs and how they're changing and get the coziest bra ever. So I really, really love it. It's been wonderful. And they make the shopping experience so easy with their fitting room quiz. It's awesome. I don't have to go into a store and have someone measure my boobs. <laughs> I can just take a quiz online and find the perfect bra for me. So like I mentioned earlier, we all know Valentine's Day is coming up and you don't just have to spread the love, you know, to your 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 cozy partner. You can spread it to all the peoples like your ride or die best friend, um, your kids, your loyal fur baby. We want to spread the love in all the ways. Third love has a love that lasts. Celebrate Valentine's Day with Lux intimate gift sets and ultra soft loungewear that hug better, support longer and love you right back. Third Love's latest Deco Lace Collection is designed to make you feel sexy 365 days of the year. Putting on this collection feels like indulging in yourself every single day. 
Third Love has a perfect fit promise. So you got to love your fit and they will guarantee it. If not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists is available via chat or text to answer all of your questions. And they love to give back. Third Love is the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S., partnering with organizations across the United States. Third Love has donated over $40 million worth of bras to help people in need. So feeling is believing, guys. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get $20 off your first order at thirdlove.com relax. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com relax. Go check it out. All right, we're back. If you're watching, you'll notice it's the next day. If you're listening, you'll notice the babies have disappeared and I am now pumping. Uh, We couldn't do the episode last night, guys. It wasn't going to happen. So (laughs) we're finishing it up today. I don't know what you just heard, uh, where it left off. But uh, do you have any memories of last night, love? Or was it all blur? I remember. What do I remember? Crying babies. I remember crying. You or the babies? I remember you crying. Yes. The baby's crying. Yes. I went and cried separately. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I remember it all. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, but it, but is it different than the, like, it is sort of the Groundhog Day of babies crying. Right. Um, we talk a lot about if there, if only like we knew there was some sort of finish line, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if yeah, we knew, if we like, knew, like, like, yeah, that, that, that. In two months, it'll be, we'll get yeah, a break or, or a month a week, or a year. Or a year. Yeah. But in this case, the finish line is for, of is this death. experience for us <laughs> is actual death. One way or another, we will be this tired. I think so. Until we're dead. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I mean, I guess they will grow mm-hmm. and become growing. more independent and go through phases of... Mm-hmm. Maybe hating us or liking us. Yeah. Uh, they'll go to school. Mm-hmm. They'll go to secondary school. They'll go to college, maybe. Mm-hmm. If college is still a thing. These are things people do, yes. Um, they'll have their own friends. Are maybe start their own about families. What people do in life? Are you just talking about the human experience of life? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, maybe we get a break at some point during all that. All yeah, those festivities is what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, I think know? this part, it's got to be the hardest part, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is the hardest part for sure, I think. Yeah. So we'll we'll get past this. But anyway, it's a new day. It gets harder? I, maybe. I don't really know how this works. We're stumbling through it. But thanks for your patience, guys, as we figure this out. Um, anyway. Thanks Hi. for their patience. They should be thanking me for my patience. <laughs> uh, are you power pumping right now? Is this still power pumping? No, power. Pu- I should be power pumping right now, but I'm not going to because power pumping is I would pump for 20 minutes and take a break for 10 minutes and then pump for 10 minutes, take a break for 10 minutes and pump for 10 minutes and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. And it's it's signaling my body to make more milk because you're pumping when there's no more milk left. And so your body's like, oh, crap, the baby's still eating, but there's no more milk. We got to make more milk. Mm-hmm. And you do this for a few days. And then the hope is that then your body figures it out and makes more. So, yes, I'm pumping a lot more often. It has to be so frustrating because it's so different than our first experience where it's you just exclusively breastfed. breastfed a single baby to now you have two. You keep talking about wanting a lactation consultant. I know, and I need to get one. I'm just, I, when do I have time? Um, and then you were telling me about a pilot that you wrote 
a comedy where a male character. You no, you can't say. You can't say oh, anything. I can't say what that? if I sell that someday? Oh, okay. Well, you don't want to give that idea away. No. Okay, I'll change the subject. Uh, I was reading a children's book with Flynn two nights ago to fall asleep, and there was a cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looked at the cow drawing, and he goes, one, two, three. Three penises. <laughs> the udders. <laughs> yes, the udders. <laughs> what else? Would it be? I don't know. Maybe they can yeah. have three penises. Uh, yeah, I just and it it made me laugh so hard. He is our joy what, right Daddy? now. What? Yeah, he makes us laugh so much. Last night when I was putting him to sleep, uh-huh. we were cuddling, and he I forgot to tell you about this. He was being real sweet, and he was falling asleep. I thought he was asleep. I was like, mm-hmm. right, I'm about to sneak out of here. And then he sat up and I was like, oh, <laughs> dang it. And he's like, oh, oh I'm so sad. Like a fake cry. And I was like, yeah, he does those fake cries. I was like, a lot. why are you sad? And he goes, I'm sad from, and he's saying it through his binky. Yeah. So I can really understand him. He's, he's just vamping. He goes, he's just trying I'm to think of something. You <laughs> couldn't think like, of anything. So I pull his binky out and he goes, I'm sad from the neighbors. They've taken my cement mixer and they're taking my Play-Doh, all of my Play-Doh. And I was like, what? what? The neighbors took? He's like, the kids, the kid neighbors. Was this a dream he had? He must have been having a dream because I thought yeah. I need to ask you because I was, I was like, did the neighbors come and take one of his trucks or something? He's aware we have neighbors. But they haven't some taken of any of his children. toys, right? No, I think what you were given was like an insight into what the dreams of a a newly three-year-old. The neighbor stole his Play-Doh and a cement mixer. And he was very upset about it and was crying. And I was like, no, they didn't. And I think he, he had a babysitter once. And he then had a dream that the babysitter was eating all of his toys. Yeah, he was, he was really upset that a babysitter was going to eat his um, excavator. And it was, I could not get him to yeah, believe when he me says that things that are that are that random. Yeah, it's for sure an insight into like what makes up his dreams. Right. Well, in that instance, the babysitter had eaten some of his snack. Like she'd asked to have some and she ate some. And that was Uh very upsetting to him, even though he was not going to eat the snack. He was done eating. She like ate some of his snack. And so I think that just led him to have nightmares about her eating everything he loved. (laughs) What was the last dream you had that you remember? I have horrible dreams every night. But right now, my dreams are the same. Okay. It's a Groundhog Day dream that I'm having. Really? Yes. And because I am waking up every three hours to feed two babies, my dreams right now are that I woke up and warmed bottles and fed babies and pumped and went back to sleep. So every time I wake up to feed the babies, I think, I just did this. I've done this four times tonight. That sounds it's awful. horrible. It's horrible. And it is the same dream every night, all night long. All night long, I dream about waking up to the babies crying, to go warm bottles. I feed the babies and then I wake up um, like a jar awake to them sleeping. And I'm like, I just fed them. I just did this. Uh-huh. I just did this horrible thing where I have to wake up from my sleep and go warm bottles and feed the babies and burp the babies and change the babies and then pump and then go back to sleep. I just did this and I did not. It just was my nightmare. And so, it's on repeat. So right now... Uh for the listener, you are actively pumping. Yes, I am. Do you think this is a dream? I know this is real because I can feel it. Ow, why would you, are you pinch supposed me? To pinch me? No, you're I'm I just said I know I'm not dreaming. Oh, okay. So then you're not supposed to pinch me. Also, do you know that's like the worst place to pinch someone? The back, the of, back the of the arm. The arm. Yeah, of course. You're I learned that in douche. um 
self-defense class. Oh, brother. <laughs> they were like, if you ever, uh, what, mugged? Do you ever have Pinch them in the dreams? back of the arm. Was there something you wanted to talk about? Sorry, or am I just going to uh, keep going on? I, I have this going on weird tangents. thing where I do not remember my dreams ever. I will sometimes remember I'm them so for jealous. about seconds after I wake up from them. And then I'll be able to tell you maybe about them the next day, rarely. But then I will also instantly forget all of that. But when I have deja vu, I'm convinced when I have deja vu, it was from a dream that I had had. So you think a dream that I can't remember? Yes, I think you're psychic. I am psychic, and I wonder if other people have this. Have I talked about this before? That you're a psychic? No. Oh, I'm a psychic. Okay. Um, every time I've ever experienced deja vu. It's not like this weird, like, oh, deja vu. This has happened before. It's like, oh, this was a dream I had. Well, that's weird. I don't have that. When I have deja You've vu. You've never had that? Well, I have deja vu, but it feels like I've already lived it. It doesn't feel like it was a dream. Oh, for me, it feels like, oh, this is very specifically a dream I had. No, I have like, oh, I've done this before. I already did this. I've lived this experience. Could I be psychic? Maybe, yeah. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's impotent because like I don't remember my dreams. So even though my dreams tell the future, I don't remember them. Hmm. Man, that's the worst superpower. I've yeah, ever heard that's of. pretty crap. Um, yeah, you never had recurring dreams. I had recurring dreams all the time. I've had recurring dreams in the sense to where if, like, if I wake up from a dream, I'll, I'll know I've had the dream before, but I don't remember my dreams. So it doesn't. You don't remember. So you never you don't you've never had like a flying dream. Or yeah, a probably. Out dream. Oh, yeah, probably. But you don't remember them like in, no, like not in any specific sense. No. Oh, that's so weird. I'm I'm mad about it. I wish I did. I wish I didn't know what my dreams were because most of my dreams are horrifyingly awful. Your dreams, when you've told me about them, seem to be mostly violence committed. Really against you. violent, awful, awful things that like close people that I love very much do to me. Like it's real bad. Um. Yeah, I don't understand how anyone could psychologically like you know how there are people like will analyze dreams and what mm-hmm. they mean. Like, I don't know for me because my experiences, I don't remember them and it's, they're just telling the future because I'm psychic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anyone could analyze dreams as if they have any like actual relevance. You know, do, are they all what's happening? What is this I podcast? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what did you want to talk about instead? <laughs> do you think psychologically your, your violence your violence dreams? I think it directly has to do with what I'm going through in life. Oh, really? Yeah. When I'm more stressed, I have more violent dreams. And uh, you can like figure out how they relate. Like if you think about it and analyze it, I think because when I'm not super stressed and everything is good, like that's when I don't have the bad dreams. And when I'm really stressed and overwhelmed or if there's something or someone negative in my life, like that happens. I had one recurring dream all the time as a kid that was, well, I had a couple, but one was so bad. It was my dad. We were sitting in the front yard of my Do you house. remember this? Oh yeah. It was little. Um, uh-huh. cause I had it all the time and it was traumatizing. Wow. I had a dream that my dad, um, was outside in my front yard and all of us, all of us kids were brought out and there were two of my dads. Like it was my same exact person, like twins. And we came out <gasps> twins. Yeah. Twins. You're a psychic. Well, I hope not because listen to the rest of the dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's two of my dads and, um, and they say, okay, one of us is your real dad. And one of us is a kidnapper. Pick which one. Uh-huh. And every time we'd all pick 
they'd try to convince us which one was my actual dad. We'd always pick the wrong one. And he would like kidnap us and take us away and do horrible things. And my dad would just stand in the front yard, like crying because he couldn't save us. I had this dream all the time as a kid. How old are you? Um, I don't know. I don't remember the age, but the other recurring dream I had all the time was, um, that I was at a park and I'd go down the slide and my brothers would go down the slide and at the bottom of the slide was a big hole. Like that has been dug out of the sand at the bottom of the slide. Christopher would go down and jump over the hole. Trent would go down, jump over the hole and be like, come on, clean. I'd be like, no, I'm going to fall in that hole. Like, no, you're not come down. And I'd come down and I'd fall in the hole and it's like 10 feet deep. And they would look over like over the edge into the hole. And I'd be like, help me. I can't get out. And they'd be like, oh, I guess you're stuck. And they'd leave me there. And you had this dream often? When I was little. Like, cause I remember waking up from these dreams when I was in my pink heart bunk bed. Did you, so I know I was small. I don't just, I'm so, I don't understand how you would hold on to this. Cause memory. I had them all the time. Would you dream journal? Did you ever keep a dream no. journal? No. I don't want to remember these dreams. Do you feel like you can control your dreams when you're in them? Like, are you in no. any kind of, I, I sometimes will know that I'm dreaming sometimes, but I have no control over what's happening. I can, I know I can consciously think this is a dream. I can't wait for it to be over, but I have no control over it ending or what I do in it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think they, I don't know what those dreams meant. I think I was a stressed, anxious kid or something. Um, but as an adult, I know that like when I'm most stressed, like first trimester of pregnancy, oh man, those are the worst nightmares I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Real bad. Anyway, this is fun. <laughs> this is a fun topic. Tell me about all your worst nightmares. <laughs> well, if you're going to talk about dreams you're this with me, this is what you're going to hear about. Speaking because- of nightmares. What? Our next sponsor. Oh, geez. Anna Luisa is our next sponsor. And guys, I could not be more excited. If you are looking for some beautiful, affordable, trendy jewelry, look no further. Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Anna Luisa. They got your back. I have so many gorgeous pieces from Anna Luisa. Eric actually got me a beautiful dainty little necklace as a gift. And I loved it so much. I went on the website and I got one for my mom. So we have matching necklaces, cutesy patootsies. They have so many dainty, delicate options, which is my jewelry of choice. My mom and I have always been obsessed with really thin, delicate, just beautiful, tiny little pieces. And this, oh my God, it is exactly my taste. Everything on the website I want. It's amazing. Recently, I got this um, thin gold chain from them and it has this tiny little like V of little cute diamonds, like sparkles. And it's so pretty. I love it. It just is. It's perfect. Go check it out. Everything is so cute. And the best part about the jewelry is that it's all very affordable with fair prices starting at $39. And there's new jewelry collections that are released every Friday. So you'll want to keep coming back to the website to see all the cute new styles. This is a great gift option for your friends, for your family. Valentine's Day is coming up. Or if you just want to love yourself and give yourself cute jewelry, go check it out. Like I said, the prices are a total steal starting at $39. Hello, get on it. Get yourself and your loved ones the perfect gift with up to 40% off. Check out analuisashop.analuisa.com com slash relax. Come on guys. They're already affordable. And now you're getting 40 more percent off. Like I said, 40% off. If you go to Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, go to their website, shop.analuisa.com slash relax. I know you will love them. Clean. Yes, Eric. I wanted to talk to you about, um, parenting. That's fun. And parenting styles. There's a lot of parenting styles. Yeah, but what do I know? I just know my style. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the books. 
No, you have not. <laughs> they and can't. Have I. It's an audio medium. They can't see if I make a face after. We don't read the books. Um, I just kind of am just kind of intuitive about it. But there's coming a time now where um, some sort of asset aspect of of discipline somehow, right? Like mm-hmm. has is with a three year old and him reacting to now having two new siblings in the house and acting out in ways sometimes both he's amazingly good. sweet. Um, but man, so maybe it's just, I'm projecting that onto him. Um, but I did say you, you've used the phrase gentle parenting a lot. Yeah. And I want you to explain that to me okay. here. Um, because we were on a walk, uh, two days ago as a mm-hmm. family. And I said to our son, if you do that again, I'm going to take your truck away and burn it in a fire. You did say And that. I said that jokingly with a smile on my face, like we were in a silly mood. But I did say that. And you said, this is not gentle parenting. I did not say that. I said, if you say that, he's going to think you're going to burn everything every time he does something wrong, because that's how Flynn is. Yeah. Because- and I... And I and you're right, because then anytime he does something wrong, he'll look at me and go, uh, you're going to burn my toys. Right. Like he'll remember. Right. And he won't say it like that. He'll be scared. <laughs> he'll think you're going to burn his toys. I will toys. say publicly, though, like I th- I think I am a good dad. And you're that, and that an was incredible. And that dad. was kind of joking. You're the best dad. But I you're do amazing. have I am exhausted and I do have breaking points yes. to whereas I will say like resorts to like. There's like an understanding of the situation. Help me understand what you're feeling. Help, help. I want you to communicate with me. But also, if you do this again or can't stop doing this, I'm going to have to burn your stuff in the trash. Well, okay. <laughs> What's the question? What is gentle parenting? Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know much about gentle parenting. I don't, I wouldn't even say that we do gentle parenting, but I like what I have heard about it. I like because it works for Flynn. And I don't think that there is a right or wrong. Well, there is a wrong way to parent, but I don't think there's a right way for every kid on how you're supposed to parent because kids are all very different. Human beings are all very different. Yes, And so I don't think that there is one way that you should be parenting your child. So the fact that gentle parenting is being pushed so hard on people, um, you know, I think listen to all different types of parenting and try them and see what works best for you and your children. And for us with Flynn, um, it that kind of the few things I've heard of gentle parenting, which I don't know much, seems to work really well with him. And how I like to think of it with parenting in general is these are not my humans. These are humans and they have emotions and feelings just like I do. So for me, a very stressful life event would be losing a job or buying a house for them. It's the same stress level if they lose their favorite toy or if they have to take another bite. Right. How dare you say I have to take one more bite. Right. So they're, they're going through the same exact feelings and emotions. I am. They're just smaller humans. Yeah. And so to say that, don't cry. Like what if someone said to me, don't cry when I was devastated about losing something or someone. I don't say don't cry when he was experiencing that. You do do say don't like whining whining. because that 
But and you don't think he can be manipulative yet? No, he's a child, and I I think he's too little to know consciously what manipulation is. But with don't but whine, he does do it. I think it's fine to tell a child not to do something. I don't. I'm not saying you should never discipline a child. I think you should, and you should say not to do something. But if you say to a small child with a quickly moving brain, "Don't jump on a table," all they hear is the last part of that, and all they're going to want to do now is jump on a table. So. We like giving options. So when we say don't whine, we always say don't whine. You can say, but I really wanted to do this. Or can I please keep playing with this? Or mommy, can I have one more minute? We give him other options of things to say. Do you know what I'm saying? And we do the same thing with um, if he throws something. We don't throw things. You can bounce that ball. You can toss it over here, but we don't throw balls at people. You know, like we give him choices. So it's not just don't do this. You can't do that. You can't yell at me. You know, choices aren't aren't necessarily. And here's where I kind of have conflict in this is choices aren't, aren't, aren't necessarily consequences. Consequences are fine. I think it's you. I think consequences are fine with Flynn. If, and you do, and you know this, and we do both do this. If you give him a warning. So if, if he does something wrong or bad or naughty and you just go take something away or discipline or, or punishment or whatever, when he does something wrong and he might not know that that was wrong, or he might've forgotten that that was wrong, or he's just so excited. He's overwhelmed. And he, he made a mistake. We all make mistakes. We all say things we didn't mean. We all do things we know we shouldn't. Um, but then you then you re, reinforce the boundary. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I think discipline is totally fine. If you do that again, I'm going to take away that toy because it seems like that toy is causing you to blah, blah, blah. If you do that again. We're going to take that away because you're you're showing us that you're not able to play with that and have a good attitude. It's like kind of like that thing. So you can do punishments. You just have to give him fair warning. And, you know, as okay. well as I do, that Flynn does really well when things are super explained to him. He's he literally gives himself timeouts. Yes, he gives. He goes. I should have a timeout for that. Yeah, like we'll go and and sit. And it is always for something that he did wrong. Right. And he never does. Like he'll like he'll shout and yell something rude, and he'll be like, "Oh, I should give myself a timeout for that." And he understands. And the goal for me is to have a a young boy who's able to express himself well, because I feel like society has taught boys that they're not allowed to have feelings and emotions. They're not allowed to express themselves and just be angry. And there's a lot of grow up. You're a big boy. Don't cry. Yeah. That's why I try not. I, I, yeah, I don't, I consciously try not to say don't cry. Yeah. We, and a lot of times I, I even try to say it's okay to cry that you're sad about that. And Mm. Flynn's really good at expressing, I think because of this, Like I'm sad from like, he'll start crying or he'll huff or whatever. And be like, can you tell us how you're feeling? Can you use your words? And then he'll explain I'm crying from, he says from, he doesn't say I'm crying because he goes, I'm crying from my toy fell off the couch, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. I'm sad from that. I'm sad from that. And lately he'll, he'll go, and we'll be like, Oh, you growled. That's an angry sound. Are you feeling angry? I'm, Angry. I am angry. We are not playing outside. <laughs> yeah. But it's really important to me that he's able to express himself. So I don't really know what gentle parenting is completely. I've just heard a few things here and there about it. And I like the idea of like not being like, I told you so type of parenting because I don't think that works with Flynn. Yeah. 
I Clint think, doesn't work with well with that. If you just say no to him and take something away, like he will be a disaster. If you explain it to him, he'll have a better time getting it. You know what I mean? And it always comes back to like, it's a struggle for your own patience for that day, for that moment, because of how tired we are. Man. You well, know what I mean? Which is when I, which is when I feel bad because I want to be good and I want all these things in action, but then when I've slept for two hours and everyone's scream, yeah, I don't know. You are a good dad, and I've. It's I good to have these conversations like, so I can remind myself. You know what I mean? It's good to talk about it. Well, I miss. There have been plenty of times where I'm like, "No, go do the other room. No, don't do that." Like, I, of course, we're not all the time. Like, how does that make you feel? We're not therapists. We try to do our best to, you know, do it right, but like. We're tired and we're going to be like, no, put it down. Stop it. Like, you know, like we're going to mess up a lot. And I even saw, um, I saw on TikTok once of this girl is talking against gentle parenting. She didn't like it. And she said that it's causing, um, it's hard for the parents because it makes parents feel like they have to be perfect all the time. And it's putting so much pressure on the parents because it's really, really freaking hard to, when your kid is being a brat to, be like, how are you feeling right now? I, I, oh, I understand yeah. how you're fe- like, that's really hard. You want to just be like, shut up. Don't do that. Like, stop it. Like you want to, you know, you want to react like a human, just like they're reacting I like think a human, that's but it's it. our so you job react to like teach a human them. And you, and you set an example of behavior and, um, but I learned it from watching you dad. Well, that's exactly right. Like, I think it's that. It, it, that's exactly right. Is He's a sponge right now and he's taking in everything we're saying and doing. And I will never forget once um, he was taking a bath and one of us, I don't remember, was like raised our voice, not at him, but like not at each other. I don't remember. It was like we were just talking loudly or something. I can't remember. But Flynn, it was when he's starting to talk and he shouted back at us. And I was like, oh my God. And there was another time where I said a bad word. I said a really bad word, the F word. And Flynn said it back. And I wasn't screaming it. I was just, I was talking to you. I was like, what the, you know, like laughing. And he said it and laughed. Mm -hmm. So like those moments you're like, oh, it is the best word though. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but like he's a sponge right now. So like the more we can teach him to express his feelings and show him emotion and like, and that's just for Flynn. We've only experienced discipline and like actual parenting with Flynn because the babies are just lumps right now. They're just crying poop. They're total lumps, but I've heard you talk some. And as have I talk some what we will talk to them as if they could understand us. Oh, like fully. Of course. Um, of course. Um, like, I had a full conversation with them last night. I think after we tried to record what you saw or heard earlier in this episode, where I was literally like, I think you had gone to a, a further away bathroom to cry in our house. Yeah. And I was just talking to the two of them like, guys, you know, like, we're just trying like. Yeah, I do that all the time. Like, get it to, like what's the deal? But at the same time, yeah, they're just the tiny little blobs. But. I still think it applies to them where like for me, the most devastating thing in the world are, is A, B, and C, a loss of a human I love or, you know, these big devastating things for them. This is all they know. So for them, gas is the worst thing they've ever experienced in their life. And it really freaking hurts. And so it's really hard for me to remember that and be like, they're screaming and sobbing because they think 
I will never feed them again. That's how hungry they feel. They yeah, think they, they will never eat if again. If we're not holding them, they think we have left them in the woods. Like right, there's some like, sort of evolution in them. They're like, we have to scream. We've been abandoned. So they're not screaming because they're trying to be manipulative right. or brats. They're like genuinely going through something really, really hard. And the hard part for me with parenting is reminding myself of that and not being like, you're just screaming just to scream. Like they're genuinely trying to tell us something. Crazy. I was talking, so I was talking to him last night when you were in the bathroom and then Maisie looks at me and she goes, fuck this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So anyway. Who's our next sponsor? Oh my God. Let's talk (laughs) about our next sponsor. Our next and final sponsor of the episode is Girlfriend Collective. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you guys all about Girlfriend Collective. Think about it. Wide leg jeans, chunky sneakers. Do you remember all this? Everything old is new again, right? Girlfriend Collective means that literally. They turn plastic bottles and other waste that would end up in a landfill into something new to wear. Girlfriend Collective creates responsibly sourced activewear for everyone from size extra small to 6XL. They've got you covered from head to toe. Find pants with different compression levels for ultimate comfort, supportive and soft bras and underwear, workout dresses, joggers, sweats, beanies, and even cute slide sandals. Hello, get into it. And Girlfriend makes their items in your go-to staple colors, but also they make fun, bright colors, and new seasonal releases to choose from. They also have a garment take-back program called Re-Girlfriend. Oh my God, I love that term. So (laughs) once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, because you're going to love them for a long time. Send them back to be upcycled into new girlfriend gear. Feel good in what you wear, whatever you're doing with Girlfriend Collective. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash relax. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash relax. Girlfriend.com slash relax. Okay. You know what? I just want to add one more thing about parenting before we move on. I just want to say, okay. I want to reiterate that our type of parenting works well for Flynn and we will probably parent the twins differently depending on what they need and we how they work. Judge. And we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we have no so, idea what we're doing. We have no idea what we're doing. So we're not, I don't want anyone to think I was like, this is how we should be parenting. This is just what no, we've done. And it works well for Flynn because he does really well when things are explained to him. Like if you say, we're going to go sit down to eat our lunch so that it doesn't spill all over the ground. So we need to go sit down together and not keep running around playing with our toys. But we can keep playing with our toys later. Then he'll run up and sit in his chair. But if you just go, yeah. go sit down, and eat lunch, he's going to yell at you. Yeah. You know? So anyway. And then you have to like, Follow through on your promise to burn toys in front of him. Oh my God. So that he understands consequences. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, let's have some fun for this last segment. Okay. Lillian, I've I like been, fun. Uh, I've been working on a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, we've never done this before, but I kind of want your help with it. Okay. I'm scared. Uh, it has to do with parenting and oh, babies. Oh, Okay. And kind of fits in with the theme of this episode. But I was, I, um, was alone with the children mm-hmm. uh, the other night and I was like, maybe they would like to hear me play guitar in their faces loudly and mm-hmm. that will distract them from their own crying of gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked. And what the song is, is from the baby's point of view mm-hmm. okay, to us. Okay. And so it goes, wah, 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 wah. Oh, I like the lyrics. Wah, 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 wah. I'm crying. Okay. Yes, I'm crying. 
And then there's things that they're saying to us like, oh, you thought you could do this? No, because okay. I'm crying. So thought that you could get some sleep, but I'm crying. Okay. You don't sleep anymore. Okay. And it doesn't sound like you need my help. It sounds like you wrote a great song. No, I just wondered if there was other things. Like the one okay. thing, another lyric I had was like, um, thought you could sit down to eat, but I'm crying. So bitch, you stand over the sink, eat an old cheese factory, cause I'm crying. And another one was, thought that you could see your friends, but you don't have friends anymore. Just new acquaintances who also have kids that are crying. This is great. You don't need my help. Thought you could send an email. Fuck that. I'm crying. <laughs> you don't send emails anymore. <laughs> but I don't have like the rest of like That's the thing. That's so good. I so love it. So what's something that like you think you can do but you can't? Okay, so how many well, syllables that done? Oh, you have to think of exact amount of syllables. I could do my hair. That's something you do. So like uh, oh you want to take a shower? Because they don't let us bathe. Did you uh -huh, already do that no. one? This Thought is really high for me. You could take a shower. Because you stink because of my butt. But buff. I'm crying. <laughs> so you do, but I'm crying. Mm hmm. So you're, you're gonna, gonna stink. stink. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Smell like my baby bar, <laughs> which is just regurgitated tit piss. And I'm crying. <laughs> and then the, uh, the bridge would be. Um, you already wrote the song. I don't know why you're saying you well, need I, my help. Well, I just wanted your input. Okay. I did already write the song. It's it's obviously unfinished. But then like, thought you could feed me some milk. But like, that's the only time they go to sleep is mm -hmm. when you, you need them to be awake mm -hmm. so that they eat. So, thought you could feed me some milk. Bitch, I'm asleep. <laughs> Why you give me that weird shit that comes out of your tits? Oh my god, this is the uh, now it got weird. It took a turn. <laughs> this chord progression was very strange. And I'm crying. I'm crying. Give me a harmony. And I'm crying. Yes, I'm crying. I'll never stop crying. I'm always crying. If you do the, the what was that last lyric you just, oh, about milk, you could be like crying because I want some milk, but then I'm crying because you're feeding me. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they cry. They're like, please feed me. Maisie does this. She's like, I'm so freaking hungry. I'm going to die. And you feed her. And then she's like, why are you feeding me? I don't want this bottle. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, I'm crying because now I need to burp. But then you're burping her. She's like, why are you burping me? I don't want to burp. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like you can put lyrics in like that. About that how, was like, good, love. I like that. Was that. I was just talking. Oh, I feel like we were in a musical. It was like you were. That was like your talk sing monologue that like no, went right back like, into the chorus. That's what I think of when you're like, if I'm crying, think of reasons why they're crying. I'm like, well, Maisie just cries because you're doing the thing she wanted you to do because she was crying. Uh huh. 
She's like, I'm hungry. I'm crying. So feed me. Well, now I'm crying because you're feeding me. Well, now I'm crying because I need to burp. Well, now I'm crying because you're burping me. Well, now I'm crying because I need to barf. Well, now I'm crying because I barf and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, now I'm crying because my outfit's wet from my barf. Well, now I'm crying because you're changing my outfit. Right. But now I'm crying because I peed and pooed in my diaper. But now I'm crying because you're changing my diaper. And why are you? And then they look. They look at you like, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was fun. Maybe I'll finish it someday. You should finish that song. That's a good song. Um, well, what it's you been, know what I want. It's in been it? therapeutic for me, and also it's something I can do in their faces when they're crying, and it stops them from crying. Well, I wouldn't say that because I heard you playing a this lie. Other night I just and to- a lie. I just told on this podcast. <laughs> um, but I would say that I want a more. This is my my like note. To note? Us. A note. Oh, I wasn't looking for notes, but no, okay. This is my note. It's a good. It's positive. It's yeah. constructive. I want to hear like a like another instrument or instruments. Oh, we got a chord one. behind no behind the, the dun 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 because like the fact that your voice and the guitar are in unison. Uh huh. I want like a chord or something embellishment underneath. Pick it well, up. No one wants this thing yeah, in the song. I certainly do. We'll get back to you on that one. Okay, guys, we're gonna get back to you on this because uh, trying to figure out chords on this weird little microphone. But it, what is this thing called? What is this thing called? Is it called a melodium? A mo- Ooh. Oh, by the way, you <gasps> said mensis in the last episode. And I think uh-huh. I was like, that's not a word. And it totally wasn't. Everyone was like, Clint, you're an idiot. That's a word. Yeah. So just, you know, it's I knew that. I just didn't want to rub it in. You should rub it in. I'm an idiot. Everyone um, else rubs it in. We'll work on that. That what? was fun, though, for me. And uh, uh, well, it is endless. The amount of things that we cannot do because they're crying. It's literally everything in our lives. because yeah. We don't do anything but uh, cater to them crying. Um, but guys. I have good news before we leave this episode. Guess what I got, Flynn? And it's supposed to come today. Let me check if it's if it's here, okay? Is it flammable? I don't think so. Or are you planning on burning it? If I need to. Okay, hold on. Let me f- see if it's here because I'm very excited about this. But knowing how things been are have been going for us when we order things, like <gasps> it got delivered. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, well, let's kill Can the I suspense say what it here. Is? Yeah, please. So I got him like- He doesn't listen to this podcast. Gallons. Um, multiple ga- gallons bubble? of sand oh, and a little pool, like a kiddie pool, but that folds up so you can get rid of it. And it was very cheap. Okay. That we can just put the sand into. So it's like a little sand pit. What? Because I think you should build him when you, with all the time you have. Yeah, I was going to say like, I have like a place where I want sand. Yeah, I know. Elements to go. But, but for like the backyard, a little moment where yeah. you can play with this toys I just don't know. We sand. have more real estate. Well, that's why I got a little tiny one that was like 20 bucks. That's like foldy foldy kind. That's exciting. And it's it's arrived. So I'm so excited for him to wake up from nap to a little made up sandbox in my car. I'm like losing my mind so excited about this. And, but my, but the reason I'm saying this is because I think you, my dream. Yeah, I'm going to build him a sandbox. You should build, because Eric is a handyman. I know this is the end of the episode. We don't really have the backyard. I know. We really want to move. We don't have a tree that I can build a tree house in. so bad. That's Um, like one of the first things when we like fall in love, I was like, this man is going to build my kids a tree house. Maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I was, uh, I was like the, one of my bis- biggest I excitements of being in love with you is like, this man's going to build a tree house for my kids, you know, a sandbox. He's going to build a little house for them. Like the first day we met, you thought that? No, and we fell in love. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because you were like, we're building things. And I was um, like, he's building things. He's going to build things. Anyway, so the goal is for you to build a sandbox. But for now, I bought this little like pool thing that folds down and it was $20. So I can't wait. 
Let's go make it. Let's do it. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this weird episode. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.